Welcome to another Outside the Box. Willing to talk about things I know little about. Today's topic is women's liberation. I do not identify as a woman, so speaking about women is a guessing game for me. However, I've listened to many women in this country and a few in other places. Here's what I think some of them are saying. The anticipated U.S. Supreme Court decision ending the legal right to an abortion in every U.S. state will have a huge impact on women and those who have relationships with them. The legal system will decide for women what their choices are or aren't, whether to birth that fetus or not. Does it sound a little like what the Taliban in Afghanistan might be saying to the women there? The decision is yours but we as a government will regulate what your choices are and are not, because we don't trust you. It's no wonder women and men are outraged in Afghanistan and the U.S. Right now, women's anger is focused on control of their bodies. Very important. It's personal. But controlling one's body is only the tip of the iceberg. Women lack control and are discriminated against in so many other ways. For example, there are forms of discrimination as basic as the wage gap. Women average, at most, 80%, some figures are lower, of the wages men get. It's just 52 cents for women of color compared to every dollar white men are paid. In general, darker-skinned women experience gender discrimination more than white women. In some parts of the world, women are restricted in what they can or can't wear, or are not able to drive a car or travel, or are restricted in their ability to to attend school. Female babies are killed upon birth, and sometimes women are victims of honor killings, and there's still female genital mutilation in some societies. That may just sound like Afghanistan, the Middle East, or Southeast Asia, but it's true in other parts of the world as well. Some of these forms of discrimination are very overt, by law or decree, while others are much more subtle. Dosages of medicine are often based only on male users, meaning they may be too high for smaller women. There are birth control pills for men, but they're not promoted at all. I'd never heard of them until doing this feature. Various products, including N95 face masks, are often sized for men, not women. Besides paid discrimination, women are discriminated against in the workplace, in other ways. Lack of promotions, sexual harassment or abuse, a lack of acceptance for women being pregnant or breastfeeding at work. In many jobs, women are simply not accepted as equals to men in their job performance, assuming they got hired in the first place. Then there's safety. Most victims of rape and sexual assault are female. Ditto for domestic violence. Women are often unwilling to take a walk alone, at night or even in broad daylight. And women are not represented to anywhere near half the population in government policymaking, business leadership, or other positions of power and influence. While the right to choose 
to have an abortion is very basic, what women can do with their own bodies. It is only the tip of the iceberg. If women and others who support their rights concentrate too much on the specific right to an abortion, important though that is, then other forms of discrimination continue, as they have for centuries. Women and their supporters need to promote the gamut of changes needed to make women equal in our society. In the 1960s and 70s, the movement was called Women's Liberation. Maybe we need to call it that again, because any form of discrimination curbs their freedom and must not be tolerated. What's your position on the right of a woman to have an abortion? How might a Supreme Court decision eliminating it as a right on the federal level impact you? I'm Larry Danzinger, looking beyond abortion to the many other real needs of women.